phenomenal geek, anime mistress of the dorks, Dave with a unique perspective. You can join the show on the website at geekworldradio.com. Hey guys, you are listening to Geek World. We are your superhero super hosts, anime mistress of the dork, and the man who never stops talking. Dave! Don't forget, if you want to get in touch with us, you can send us an email to geekworldradio at gmail.com, or you can leave us a comment on our website, geekworldradio.com, or you can just check out our website, geekworldradio.com, because there's cool stuff there. Yeah, we revamped it this year, and uh, we got some really cool stuff. We're updating quite a bit. Uh, Mm -hmm. We're also uh, updating quite a bit on our YouTube channel, Geek World... uh, Wait, sorry. Geek World Radio. That's our YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. go. Go to YouTube, look for Geek World Radio. That's you us. find it. That's us. Uh, so, it's Comic Con week. It is now. Obviously, the world is messed up right now. Yeah. There can't be normal Comic Con, yep. which makes us really sad because we've been doing Comic Con since what, like two thousand and seven? Yeah. We've been doing Comic-Con forever. This is the first year we've missed Comic-Con in over a decade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't want to I don't want to make you sad about it. But you know what? Comic-Con, they figured out a way to do it. They're doing a bunch of virtual panels this year. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, it's all starting uh, this Thursday. Uh, and uh, honestly, it's really cool that they're doing it. They're keeping it alive. They're doing their thing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and basically, you can find all of these panels on the Comic Con, the official Comic Con YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So you can either watch them live or you can watch them afterwards. But this show is really just going to be about which panels we think are interesting. Yeah. Uh, that you might want to check out, and also so you can participate in Comic Con at home. Yeah, you can do it. You know, I mean, the good news is Comic Con at home is. Uh, Less crowded, right? Probably, uh, less smelly people, probably. I, I mean, it's been quarantined yeah. for a while, so I feel like a lot of people are not not staying clean. Probably hanging around people you mostly like, um, but less cosplay. Well, you can do all the cosplay you want. Yeah, I am currently wearing a cape. You are currently wearing the cape. I appreciate that. I think you look great. Thank you. Frankly, you are bringing it this I, episode. I am in denial about <laughs> Comic Con. I can tell. I can tell. Well, yeah. you know, let's let's just keep the ball rolling, and and you can just live out your Comic Con dreams on this episode. Living out your dreams. All right, first up, uh, this one's really exciting. On uh, Thursday uh, at 10 a.m., these are all going to be Pacific Standard Time. Thursday at 10 a.m. is going to be the Star Trek Universe panel. That's so. That's for the game, right? No, that's for like like, just all the entire universe of Star Trek. Yeah, it's for all the shows: Star Trek Discovery, Star Trek Lower Decks, and Star Trek the Card. Nice. So uh, it's going to have I, you know, the teams and casts for all of the different shows. So that should be pretty epic. I am. I'm looking forward to Lower Decks. Yeah, me too. It's crazy because we have CBSL access. And we've been watching Picard, but honestly, we've been slow burning the, ep- the episodes. Yeah. We have not. We're still kind of early into it. So um, I think it's I, I just don't want it to end. But we get this way with video games. At sometimes. least we know there's a season two. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I we think... have more bottles of Picard wine than episodes we've seen. <laughs> Yes, this, this is true. But we do have a lot of Picard wine. Yes, we do. We went a little crazy. Listen, what are we going to do? You know, uh, Star Trek Generation was like the show that made us as kids. It's true. So what are we going to do? You know, we're going to drink wine. We are going to drink wine. And uh, I, I, they should have made like more stuff, though. Like I would have loved like, you know, Troy 
chocolates. Oh my god, that would have been brilliant. You know, or like, you know, uh, or like... Or like Riker beard trimmers. Yeah, exactly! <laughs> like like a some kind of, uh, you know, data Petco cat product. Right? You know, I'm just I, saying. I also, also, all of the men's nightwear. Yes, oh, for sure. Oh my god. Picard that nightwear. That necessary. Yeah, and, and you know, also obviously Picard's flutes. I mean, th- yeah. this is just a thing <laughs> that they should have. Uh, I, I think it's gonna be cool though. I agree. I'm I'm excited for Star Trek Lower Decks and uh, and just all the Star Trek is yeah. awesome. All right, so let's move on. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, the uh, same day, Thursday, at the same time. I mean, the beauty of doing this virtually for the first time is you can pick and choose and then go back and you know on the YouTube channel and watch the one you missed. Yeah, yeah. In so, the past, you you would pick and choose, and it's like, oh no, this is all you get. And sometimes it was. And I missed it because I had to wait in the long line and I didn't make it into the panel. Exactly. We've all been there. We've all been there. Uh, but uh, also uh, at the same time on Thursday is going to be the Crunchyroll Industry Panel. Ooh. Which I think is cool because, you know, we love we we love anime. Mm-hmm. We love anime. We've, uh, you know, we're OG early adapters of Crunchyroll. Yeah. And we've, we've had it for years. And so, you know, this is really cool. I'm sure they'll be talking about the anime they have, some of the more original stuff they've been doing. And, will, um, will it have any voice actors? Do you know? I have no idea. Okay. I did not do that much research you know, into it, but I'm sure it's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, actually, I could probably give me a second. I could probably find out. I could search the web right now and find out and this find information? out this information. Wow. That I definitely should not have so figured out it's, already. It's like we're living in the future. Yeah. But we're living right now. But the LinkedIn works, so yeah. we're, we're just going to keep on going. We're going to keep on going. All right. So uh, Thursday at noon is going to be Truth Seekers. I know you're excited about that. Do you know what this is? Is that the uh, the uh, uh, Nick Frost show? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, their company, is making a horror comedy uh, called uh, Truth Seekers. Yeah. It's about a group of online paranormal investigators. Uh, and uh, and apparently uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are going to be part of the panel. I I love I love Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. I love their style. I love their comedy. Yeah. Just anytime they get together, you know it's going to be good stuff. And Nick Frost is starring in this one, isn't he? I think so. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's on all of the materials for it, so yeah. it would be a really crappy bait and switch. If he wasn't. Were, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sure. I'm sure he is. Um, yeah. I mean, I I like paranormal investigation. Mm-hmm. Anything like between comedies and. And, you know, what's great about it is, like, they in themselves tend to be very comedic because mm-hmm. they're so silly and over the top. Yeah. That uh, I think, uh, you know, it should be fun. Also, didn't we just, we just saw a movie not too long ago about that kind of thing, too, right? I followed? Yeah. Yeah, that was also, that was also fun, too. I, I like all, I like all that stuff. You know, I have a friend who's, like, so into uh ghost adventures yeah. that's what it was that what's called also some of these yep. i'm just gonna i this was not one of those but some of these on the list are just to promote like shamelessly promote stuff on our youtube channel like, if you go to our youtube yep. channel we have interviews with the uh ghost with, adventure guys from yeah. comic-con many 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 years ago uh but it was uh it was fun nonetheless uh all right so um uh, also on Thursday at 1 p.m. is a look inside Marvel's 616 on Disney+. Plus. 
so that is going to be a new documentary series that explores the intersections of storytelling, pop culture, and fandom within the Marvel Universe. I, You know, what's really interesting about things like that is that, you know, for those of us nerds, we get what Marvel 616 is. But yeah. for the general public and, and probably a lot of the people that have Disney+, Plus, they don't understand the, multi, the, the multiverse of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. And so it's kind of nice knowing that, like, people that don't know about that that maybe have only watched the movies are, are going to get a little bit of an education yeah it's going to be really interesting to see how disney plus sort of forms the next generation of geeks out there because you know we always had comic books and we you know had like saturday morning cartoons and stuff um but you know disney plus is is a lot of people have gotten it mm-hmm. and and a lot and they're coming out with some really great stuff and a lot of great stuff on the horizon so it'll be really interesting to see you know what is developed and i'm sure there'll be and, you know, talking about other stuff other than just this. Also, um, Jillian Jacobs, which is uh, directors Jillian Jacobs and Paul Shear are among the panelists. So nice. that makes sense. I've noticed Paul Shear doing a lot of Marvel type stuff. I like his Instagram and things like that. Yeah. So didn't you mention that he's also in Lower Decks? Yes, he is. Go yeah. Paul Shear. Paul Shear's amazing. He's he's so funny. So it's always nice to hear when uh, when he's got new gigs coming up. Well, Paul Shear was going to be uh, doing a Galaxy Quest show, and I don't know if that's still happening or not. Yeah, but, like, I'm, not, he's, I'm not sure where that is right now. He's a super funny dude. Yeah, and you know, like he's just great. I mean, you know, and you gotta assume like how does get made is like every industry person probably loves that show yeah. too. So. Uh, next up is, um, I don't know much about this, but, uh, uh, at 1 PM on Thursday is going to be, uh, a thing for Utopia, which is a new Amazon show, um, which is, uh, basically about a group of comic book readers who figure out the events of a graphic novel are real and they can save the world. <laughs> the Stoshar show. Didn't this- that happen to Hiro Nakamura in, uh, Yeah, Heroes? well, that's all I could think about. I was like, that is like a, that is like a subplot of the first season of Heroes. Cause yeah. Isaac, the artist guy who was doing heroin was like making a, um, making the future. A, 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 yeah. A, pro- a prophecy comic book. Um, but, uh, yeah, so- that was also really weird. Now I think about Heroes. Was he? Did he make that comic book? Because he yeah. was like his entire like loft was like this crazy Soho artist loft with all these giant canvases. Yeah. But then he's like making a comic book. Yeah, you know. But but that was isn't that why Hiro uh, and Ando went to go find him? Yeah, because of course. he was the comic book artist. Got to do it. Love love that. That was a great show. Uh, do you remember when we went to uh, the, uh, the, Heroes, the panel? Heroes panel, season so two Heroes panel, way back in the day? Uh-huh. Man, this is just all going to be about memories like that. I still have that. Like, they gave, like, a little comic book out. And also, this was, like, this was how long ago this was. They gave out the special Comic-Con collector's DVD sleeve yes. for season one when it comes out on DVD. So you could buy it and then put that those discs into that sleeve. Yeah. Because that was a thing they did. Yes. Um, so anyway, so that should be interesting. I don't know. Anyway, um, I just mentioned this cause it's big, but I don't really care, but his dark materials is going to do a virtual panel for the mm. HBO show, which we couldn't even watch past the nope. pilot. Cause we're like, what are they talking about? What is yeah. happening? Yeah. That's, that's one that is not inviting to a, a larger audience yeah. that, that doesn't understand the materials. Yeah. It's tough. It's such a, I mean, it's the hardest thing with taking a giant book franchise mm-hmm. and making it into something that you get. It's actually really funny because I remember um, reading an interview with uh, Kevin Feige and how he 
a lot of the ways that he thought about making the MCU work was through watching the uh, the Harry Potter movies. Mm. Because even if you never read those books, you got what was happening. For sure. And, 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 and he's right. And that's the thing. Like, a lot of things like his dark material, the same problem with David Lynch's Dune. If you didn't read that book, you'd be like, what is happening? Yeah, well, and the best thing that you can do is be able to, to get people, you know, into your characters without having to have a long, like, thing at the front where it's like a bunch of like written words yeah. or a voiceover where someone's trying to explain the world to you. It's like, yeah. no, you know what? Like, give me something that I can get without having to read a novel. That's like, the thing. Yeah. And everything James McAvoy said in that pilot that wasn't him yelling at that little girl was like nonsense. Yeah. I was like, what is he saying? And I'm sure it's great. I know I know I know people who love this show, so I don't want to be mean, but it was definitely not one I could get into. Uh, I'm sure if I read him as a kid though I'd love him. I was just like, where is the polar bears? That's all, all I was waiting for, that whole pilot. I don't think we even got him then. Yeah. Uh, but the, uh, I think um, the uh, the stars of the show, Daphne Keen, Ruth Wilson, and Lin-Manuel Miranda, will be there. So check it out, his dark materials. Um, Collider is doing a Directors on Directing panel with, with <laughs> look at this crew, Robert Rodriguez, Colin Trevorrow, and Joseph Kosinski. Huh. What an interesting group, huh? So we interviewed Jessica Kaczynski, didn't we? Uh, you know we did yeah, way for, back for in the Tron Legacy, yeah, yeah, way back in the day. Is that yeah. on our YouTube channel? Uh, it might be. No, I don't know. Could be. It was a long time ago. I think we it should is. find some of these old interviews and like. I mean, it get probably them up someday. is. But I don't know. I can't. I, that was like a long time ago. Well, you should check through our YouTube channel and see if yeah. you can find it. And if not, watch other things. But yeah, he made Tron Legacy, and he made that um really cool um. Tom Cruise movie Oblivion mm. yeah so he's pretty dope uh, alright well uh, so that's gonna be at 2pm uh, next up also uh, well no not also at the same time no this is all okay the next ones are all at 2pm on Thursday so you're gonna have to go back but I, I just thought this was exciting Horizon Zero Dawn comes to comics. Yeah. It's going to be a discussion of how they're uh, adapting Horizon Zero Dawn into a comic book, which I think is dope because I love that game so much and I love Aloy so much and I love the world so much and I think like it could make a really cool comic book. I think a lot well, of it really is going to come down to art, right? Uh, the the episode zero of it um, is is the free is sort of a free comic book day thing. Nice uh, and. Uh, Maybe we'll be able to get the writer of it ah, on this show. That would be cool. Because we know the writer. Yes, we do. Oh, well, look at us hobnobbing and rubbing elbows with a, with a, with a creator. And, and the great thing about it is that it is someone that was a writer on the game. Yeah. And that, like, you know, it's somebody that really understands the world and... So yeah, that's a that's a cool thing. I think like it's such an expansive world. I love I love that and oh my god, I'm so excited for the second one. Yeah, me too. I mean, I this is like probably the last time I felt this way about a new IP was um the first Uncharted game. Mm -hmm. I mean I, I mean for me personally, like I think Horizon Zero Dawn is worthy of switching to PlayStation. Mm -hmm. Just that game alone. Even yeah. without you know, Spider-Man and the Uncharted series and the Last of Us series. Mm -hmm. I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn is so freaking great. And, you know, I think, I think honestly, had it not come out the year uh, of, uh, as the same year as the last Zelda game, it would have been like game of the year uh, for like every, uh, every yeah. award show because yeah. it was phenomenal. So good. All right. So next up uh, at the same time, which is uh, Thursday, July 23rd, I had to do this just because we have a personal fondness of this. But Shaman King. Oh my God! Then, now, and tomorrow. Uh, um, if, uh, if your if your spirit is strong, 
You will be the one. I love that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I know Lisa! what it takes to make it right. Uh, so good. Oh my god, I have such fond memories of like of being younger and and watching that and like uh, and that theme song and. Just like, you know, Saturday morning cartoons when that was a thing. It was so good. Such a great, such a great import. And Shaman King is dope. So uh, Kodanchi Comics experts Misaki Kodo, sorry, Misaki Kido, Ben Applegate, and Ivan Salazar take an in-depth look at Hiroyuki Takai's supernatural battle manga masterpiece. So that's fun. Uh, and also at the same time, July 23rd, 2 p.m., is the Sci-Fi Channel's The Roast of Todd McFarlane. Yeah. So I just thought that was funny. Also, you know, they do these awesome... Um, you know, I'm, I'm a toy guy. We both like figures. Uh, they do these awesome Batman black and whites. And mm, we have yeah. a few. We have, we have one of them. Uh, they... They're just putting one out for Todd McFarlane's Batman. Nice. It's so cool. And I want it so bad. And I'm like, damn you, quarantine and uncertain economy. I yeah. want this. I, I got to say, you know, last year there were not that many things at Comic-Con that we were super excited about. But this year they keep they keep on bringing things out. And I'm like, I want this. I well, want this. I want that. It's almost like they weren't predict- predicting 2020 to be a dumpster fire of a year. But you're right. Like, there are a lot of things I want. I mean... We, I already showed you the main thing, like, we have to find a way to get, and that's Iron Studios, uh, which is, you know, one of the people that uh, make toys through Sideshow. Uh, they're doing a 1969 Joker Surf's Up yes. uh, uh, toy of that amazing episode uh, where Joker tried to become King, King of, of the, the Surf. surf. Yeah. Yeah, we, we definitely went through a phase of, like, we were just watching 1966 Batman reruns on something, and, yeah. and that episode, all we kept saying after that was, Joker's gotta become King of the Surf! Listen, you know, first you, first it's uh, the, the Gotham, Gotham Surf, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, then the world. Yeah, I mean, I love that episode. I love Cesar Romero's Joker. Yeah, it's funny, as I get older, there's somehow Joker Romero's Joker... Joker Romero? Joker Romero, yeah. Cesar Romero's Joker actually becomes more terrifying as you get older because he's just this guy with a mustache and it's like painted over and he looks like they didn't make him extra scary, which somehow makes him more scary. Yeah. Because he just seems like a a violent man. Like, you don't want to mess with this guy. And it's I true. love him. I love him. It's but, true. Um, and, and, his, and his schemes are just crazy like, yeah well that one he's he was so gonna, unpredictable didn't he like make a machine to turn batman and robin into surfboards that yes. was what he was gonna do it was yeah. crazy it's, it's insane but anyway <laughs> I, I need to find a way to get that figure uh they also make a batman from that episode too but no whatever. i don't i don't that's that, not what matters no, no. it's joker king of the surf, king of the surf joker it definitely is best diabolical plan of all time. Uh, so also, uh, if you're fans of uh, Amazon's The Boys, uh, Thursday at 3, they're going to have a panel for The Boys Season 2. Nice. It's going to have the whole cast along with Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Uh, so we'll have to actually get on that. Because we'll have to watch The Boys. Mm-hmm. Apparently it's supposed to be pretty great. All the all the like artwork and all the stuff they had up in Comic-Con, it, in San Diego for it last year, I, I wanted to watch it so bad and then we just didn't have time hey you know there's a lot to watch what are you gonna do and then quarantine hit and i thought i'd have time and then still i don't didn't have any time i know uh so next up i I don't have anything to say this other than i'm quasi interested uh all at 4 p.m on thursday is action figure insider 
15 years of talking about toys. Uh, featuring the general manager of produ- product development of uh, Nika, uh, the uh, creative director of DC Direct, uh, the owner of Super 7, and uh, the president of Funko. Why 15 years? Is talking about toys a thing? Is that like a podcast or something? Maybe. Because... What is 15 years of talking about toys? What does that maybe mean? Maybe they've always done this panel. This is the first time I've noticed yeah, it. Yeah, maybe. I really have no idea. All I know is they're talking about toys. They're I honestly... Toys. I like I toys. Saw, I saw Nika, and I really like them because yeah. they're like... They're like the higher brand version of Funko, where they make a lot of uh, more uh, esoteric toys, mm. but they're, like, kind of nicer. Yeah. Um, you know, like, um, you know, they have, like, they pretty, they had, they, I always go and take a ton of pictures at their booth every Comic-Con, because they always have, like, all the different Gremlins, from, like, Gremlins oh, 1 and 2. Yeah, okay. Or, like, they do a bunch of stuff for, like, aliens, you know, like, and, and like, al- they do, like, the alien versus predator toys right. like they they have like terminate they just do a lot of like really cool movie tie-ins that are for like especially people like me who were like buying like the movie maniacs that McFarlane toys put out like back in the early 2000s yeah you know those those kind of, those level of nerds is who they cater to uh and uh, this next one uh i'm literally just saying to shamelessly promote our youtube channel van helsing season four Comic-Con home panel discussion, uh, July 23rd at 5 p.m. We were there for the red carpet, the first season of Van Helsing, yeah. and we got interviews with everybody from the cast, and you can go on our YouTube channel and check that out, yeah, that, and you can see where it started. That's true. That was one of those shows where I remember we decided we are going to watch like the pilot and stuff purely to make fun of it, yeah. and we watched it, and we're like, oh, they took this in an actually interesting direction. Who, yeah. Who would have expected this? And we were we were quite pleased with that first season. For sure. You know, what it is, for what it is, it's it's pretty great. I mean, it's basically like a, a lady version of Supernatural. Yeah. Um, or like if they were like, let's make Buffy a little more like Supernatural. Yeah. Um, but, but that's cool. And, and um, I just, I think I got to the point where when that came on, I felt a little oversaturated by things like that. Yeah. And I just couldn't do anymore. But, but good for them. That, though I gotta be honest, I thought they were way further in than season four. If you had asked me, I'd be like, I don't know, season eight or something. It does, well, I mean, it feels like forever ago that we yeah. that we did that red carpet. Yeah, and you know, it's like it's like the um, you know, huh. it's it's like when they talk about going light speed too with that like bubble and like time is warping behind you. Mm-hmm. Like that's what that's what quarantine feels like. Everything feels like it's so much further away. Yeah, like that's true. I, if I was like, if someone was like, when, when was the last Comic Con you guys went to? I'd be like, I don't know, four years ago. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, true. It was last year, but. It, it feels like four years ago. Uh, next up, uh, Friday at... Oh, so now we're moving on to Friday. Friday at 10 a.m., Charlize Theron, Evolution of a Badass, an action hero career retrospective. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Good times. You know, she's she's done a lot of great action work recently yeah. in the last couple of years. And Flux. You know what? That movie was, was terrible, but she still made a badass... Uh, Badass action hero. Hancock. God, I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, most of the time she wasn't doing much badass, but at the end. Mad Max Fury Road. Hell yeah, Furiosa. Monster. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, we had most of them. And uh, also, of course, The Old Guard on Netflix, which I haven't watched yet, but I'm sure will be great. But also, uh, you know, female John Wick. 
Oh yeah, Atomic Blonde. Yeah. Good call. I forgot. I always forget about Atomic Blonde. Apparently, they're gonna they're thinking of making a sequel to that. I think for Netflix. That's awesome. Yeah. Can John Wick be part of it? I know. <laughs> Can well, they that's just the team thing. Up? Like, I know. Amazing that, that would be so great. Yeah. No, Atomic Blonde was really cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. And she's great. So uh, I think that's awesome. All right. Let's see. What is this? Um, oh, also. What? Also, Fast and Furious villain. <laughs> oh, of course, for like the last two movies, right? Yeah. Yeah, didn't she like kill Dom's baby or like, something? No, she didn't. She <laughs> killed Dom's baby mama. Yeah, Lane. Spoiler alert. I guess. If you yeah. Seen it? I guess. Sorry. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna mention they're doing a walk. They're doing The Walking Dead and The Walking Dead World Beyond. Um, on Friday from uh, 1 to 3 and the the world beyond that's for like Fear the Walking Dead Walking Dead and apparently they're doing a third show in the universe Wow! so that's to introduce that I, I don't care um, <laughs> but but in case you still watch that show um, the other ones you know you think you can't you know beat a dead horse but I guess if the horse comes back as a zombie yeah. you can in fact can beat you, it even more you can beat an undead yeah. horse apparently exactly uh, I also even though I, this isn't as big as the Walking Dead I love the fact that someone's doing a panel called the psychology of star trek versus star wars <laughs> so that's a thing uh that's gonna be friday oh. from 2 to 3 p.m i just feel like you know what a waste of time yeah i i the psychology of star trek i think is amazing because it's it, there's a lot that goes into it the psychology of star wars is like eh. I, well and i mean is it real? Is it the is it the psychology of the shows and the characters? Is it the psychology of the fans and the fandom? Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? I mean, psychology wasn't even really that interesting in Star Wars until The Last Jedi, and mm -hmm. that's kind of what everyone hated about it. Yeah, is it got a little too deep into like some more challenging psychological issues, yep. especially with Kylo Ren. And nobody wanted that. Yeah. Whereas so. Star Trek has always dealt with that stuff in a very mature fashion. Always, yeah. I yeah, mean, especially Star Wars has always been more about fun, whereas Star Trek has always been like about exploring the unknown. Yeah, I mean, some of my greatest Star Star Trek memories um, have been about like psychological things, like mm -hmm. especially that really great episode with uh, Picard with the with the five lights, mm, yeah, the three lights or whatever it was. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, but anyway, I find it fun they're doing that. And I find it fun that everyone always has to compare Star Trek and Star Wars, even though everybody knows Star Trek is better. I want to know about the psychology of Riker as he steps over chairs. I is know, it a power thing? Uh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think he needed his own thing. He probably did it once, like, like just not thinking about it. And they're like, wait, you can do that? Yeah. Do that? <laughs> All the time. And he was like, really? I just think it was the quickest, smoothest way for him to get into chairs. Yeah. Because he's so tall. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's just, you, you're, you're right. <laughs> I imagine him now like walking around and like kind of like slowly getting down on the chair. It's like stepping <laughs> over probably is the easiest way. Yeah. Um, they're doing a Hellstrom show, uh, Marvel and Hulu, uh, based on that, uh, I think, what, Son of Satan comic book, like way back from the 60s. So that's a thing about Damon and Anna Hellstrom. I don't know. Mm. I don't care, but it's a thing. Okay. So if you care, you can you see that. Uh, that's going to be 3 to 4 p.m. on Friday. 
Uh, I think this is kind of interesting. There's going to be uh, Remote Real Time, the Age of Virtual Production. So Halon Entertainment, uh, those are the guys that do visual effects for like um, The Mandalorian uh, and they do a bunch of video game stuff. Uh, they're going to be doing a um, discussion about uh, virtual production and the impact of COVID-19 uh, and, and doing a remote workforce. So I think anybody you know, in Hollywood uh, might yeah. find this a really interesting panel. This is, That's exactly what I was going to say. This is how you know that, that uh, Comic-Con is such a mix of, of fans and industry people, you yeah. know, because having a panel like this that is so focused on people in the industry or people looking to get into the industry, uh, honestly, I think... If you want to be a part of the entertainment industry, it's not a bad idea for you to check out this panel because it's it's going to give you insight into kind of how things are progressing right now and and where certain opportunities are right now that yeah. that normally in in big Hollywood aren't they're just not available. It's it's avenues that are that are open now that like normal people might have might be able to to sort of find their way in with. So. Yeah, and I also think it's interesting that I think they're going to be discussing also sort of how um, innovations in both movie making and video games are making uh, the both things much closer together, mm -hmm. which I think, you know, we talk about and, yeah. and I think is obviously, you know, uh, I, you know, I think we both envision a future where, like, everything's seamless. Yeah. After a while, like, TV and movies and video games and virtual experiences are all together. I'm I'm assuming there's going to be some good talk about um, how the Unreal Engine is just going to be such a huge part of, yeah. of production right now. So learn the Unreal Engine. I well, you should. I mean, it's free. Um, you can sure. download it and start playing around with it. I mean, you only have to pay when you're going to publish a game. So well worth it. I think that's where every. I mean, we literally fell into Ready Player One. Yeah. That is literally the situation we're all living in, except the technology isn't quite as good. Yeah. So learn the Where's unreal. Where's my engine. haptic suit? Exactly. Uh, and my sure like treadmill thing. Pretty sure you can buy those. Yeah. I think they exist. But yeah. Um, but where's mine right now? Uh, Amazon Warehouse. Oh, okay. Jeff Bezos has it. Gotcha. Uh, are you cool enough, dude, to get it from him? <laughs> so we're just silly nope. thing to say. Uh, next up, uh, four o'clock on Friday, Viz Media, the Ooh. anime company uh, and manga company, is doing a haunting conversation with Junji Ito. That's amazing. I think this is cool. You know, it, it can be really tough sometimes for these conventions to get. Uh, somebody like a mangaka, you know, somebody from like Japan or another country to come in. And and I think that's one of the neat things about doing one of these virtual ones is much easier. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, Junji Ito is just like, if you don't know who he is, he is kind of the premier horror mangaka yes. uh, in Japan. Uh, he's done things like well, you made a, Uzumaki. You made, yeah, Uzumaki. Or a while ago, we uh, we talked about Gyo, yeah. which is uh, another one of his big ones. But yeah, Uzumaki is probably the, the most well-known. Yeah, it's, also, it's translated as Spirals. He's uh, unreal. He's really, really amazing. Mm -hmm. And uh, his work is just tri triumphant. And the, the uh, also, art is haunting. It really is. Also, uh, um... Uh, they put out a, a really cool uh, anime series based on his uh, based on his work called the Junji, Junji Ito Collection That's too, amazing. which is really cool. So I'm pretty excited about that one. I actually might check that one out because the guy is uh, he's a he's a, he's a goat. Yeah. You know, he's mm -hmm. amazing, greatest of all time. Mm -hmm. Now, not an animal that stands on a cliff and eats garbage. <laughs> I mean, he might be, but that'd be weird. 
Uh, wow. I, I'm just going to lay put this out there. Friday, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m., a Zoom with Joss Whedon. There mm-hmm. you go. You know. There you go. You know, I realized the other day I... I was my e- I had a email subscription to like WeedonCon, and yeah. I kept on getting and I finally like last week was like unsubscribe. Yeah, I'm like, is this man not canceled? You know his his legacy still lives on. It's like I, you know, I still care about Buffy. Even yeah, if, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, tough. Go- We're having the hard hitting conversations here. But yeah, he's kind of canceled. He's so. like pretty canceled. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, we are moving on to Saturday. Saturday at 10 a.m. Saturday 25th. First TMNT film 30 year uh, anniversary. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be celebrating the 30th anniversary of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh my God. Uh, I don't know if anyone's going to be there from the movie, but I have very fond memories of that movie when I was a kid. And that movie still is awesome. Yeah. And why not celebrate it? Sure. Let's do it. Go uh, Ninja, go Ninja, go. Now we're kind of getting to the stuff that I think is really exciting. So, 12 p.m. on Saturday, Constantine, 15th anniversary reunion. Oh, my God. Uh, Keanu Reeves is yes. going to be there, along with director Francis Lawrence and Akiva Goldsman. You know, Constantine's one of those weird movies that um, didn't, crazy great when it came out and if you were a fan of Of the Hellblazer Hellblazer series series, you did not like Keanu yeah it was it was a bad Hellblazer Constantine movie but actually not a bad supernatural movie Mm -hmm. like it is actually an enjoyable movie as long as you're not a fan of Constantine and Hellblazer yeah, I read Hellblazer after I saw that movie many years later, and I, and I read Hellblazer, and I was like, oh, I get it. People must hate this movie if they saw this. But when I saw Constantine, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I yeah. don't know what the problem is. And obviously, it's because they took all the big world good ideas of it. But also, there's some really cool performances, you know? Like, um, I think um, uh, Peter Stormar oh my is God. great as the it's devil. Amazing. Uh, you know, Tilda Swinton oh, is amazing yeah. as Gabriel the Angel. Um, you know, Rachel Vice before yes. she really blew up was good as a detective. And you know what? We I don't have to say this, especially in twenty twenty, but everyone loves Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Even if he even if he is doing just an okay Keanu performance, it's still amazing. Yeah, you know what? They they got like actual Constantine right in yeah. the in the T V show, the CW show. Yeah. You know, they they did it right. But but Constantine the movie is a is an enjoyable movie if you've never seen it it's worthwhile but again don't think of it as a hellblazer constantine movie i know just think of it as an interesting supernatural uh For movie sure. yeah. oh yeah jimon hansu's also oh in God. it yeah and uh and another thing about it, i think is shia boof's in it too Booth, like gavin like, rossdale <laughs> yeah pre-transformers Gavin Rossdale, uh, but uh, but yeah. Anyways, I'm excited about that, and I think a lot of people are expecting them to announce Keanu returning to uh, that character for a new DC project. Whether or not that happens, who knows? Yeah. But there were rumors about that, so that could be cool. If they ever make a Justice League Dark movie, if they ever make movies again, yep. Nobody knows. Um, Guillermo del Toro and Scott Cooper are doing a panel for Antlers, which is a new horror movie Guillermo del Toro is producing. So that's kind of cool. That's going to be at 1 p.m. And now we come to probably the panel I am most excited for in the entire Comic-Con. Do you know what it is? No. At 
3 p.m. on Saturday, we're going to double dose of Keanu Reeves. This time, it's Bill and Ted Face the Music. Yes! Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter, William Sadler, and uh, writers Ed Solomon and Chris Matheson, uh, along with director Dean Parasot, are all going to be there, along with uh, newcomers Samara Weaving and and Bridget Lundy-Payne, on a panel moderated by Kevin Smith. Oh, my God. I mean... Come on. That's fantastic. Finally, 2020, you did something right. Uh, I am excited for this. I, I am mean, too. You know, I'm re- literally, we're both kind of at the perfect age to be excited about Bill and Ted. Yes. You know, when we were kids, uh, Bill and Ted 1 and 2 came out. We love those movies. Uh, yeah, and, and then, you know, while certain aspects of them don't hold up, yeah. the the a lot of a lot of the movie does still hold up. Um, yeah, I think in general they do. I think yeah. that you need to sort of unfortunately deal with the fact that, you know, at certain times when movies are made, there's certain things that are not okay yeah. that were just normal back yeah, then. Yeah, the, the the homophobic responses in in a lot of the movie not okay. Yeah. But uh, I highly doubt there will be anything like that happening in uh, in this movie. Yeah, and you know, and also it's you know, once again, you don't want to give anything a pass for the times, but it's kind of like when you watch all of these like comedies like from the seventies and eighties, and like sexual assault was like a joke. Yeah, like many times. The, what what should happen is you watch it and go, oh, that's uncomfortable. Yeah, that's not okay. And, and and you know, if nothing else, then maybe you just go, oh wow, like maybe things have progressed yeah. a little bit, a you little know, bit. in a way. Uh, so there you go. But I, I love the Bill and Ted movies, yes. and and I'm really excited for this new one. And honestly, I kind of feel like this Bill and Ted movie is is a really good, um, could be a really good thing to just kind of put out during COVID outside yeah. of theaters. You know, I, a couple of years ago, we, we got to see back to back the two movies in, in a theater with uh, with Alex Winter. Yeah, um, and that was amazing. That was fantastic. It, like, it, it was just so much fun and the, the theater was packed and everyone was just having such a great time. And I, yeah, I'm so excited for the new movie. I just think if you put Bill and Ted out, like VOD for like $40 a pop, like people would pay for it. I would pay Absolutely. for it. I would 100% I mean, see it. We we have a a William Sadler death toy. Yeah, we do. I bought. I think at last Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. No. So anyway, I'm really excited about that. I think, I think that's going to be uh, definitely one of the cooler things there. Absolutely. Uh, and then other than that, uh, oh Peacock, uh, that I'm really only interested in for the Psych movie. Uh, they're also doing a series based on the Aldous Huxley book Brave New World. So they're going to have the cast there. That's going to be 3 p.m. on Saturday. Um, there's an HBO show called Lovecraft Country. I don't really know anything about mm-hmm. it, um, but I'm assuming it has to do with HP uh, Lovecraft. Yeah, just I'm just assuming it, it's probably something Lovecraftian. Yeah, uh, I think it's a period piece uh, that's going to have the full cast, showrunner, and executive producer there. Uh, that's going to be at uh, 4 p.m. on uh, Saturday. Uh, what we do in the shadows is nice. having is having one. Uh, that's going to be uh, the casts there. Uh, along with uh, Haley Joel Osment is going to be the moderator who apparently was a standout guest star of uh, season one. So that's going to be at 5 p.m. on Saturday. And then uh, there's going to be a, ooh, there's going to be a um, a conversation with horror, horror's top showrunners. Saturday at 6 p.m. They're going to have the showrunners for Locking Key, Creep Show, Nosferatu, 
Channel Zero and the upcoming Chucky series. Oh my god! Which uh, I, I love. I love me some Chucky. Yeah, can't go can't go wrong with Chucky. Except for all the times they've gone wrong with Chucky. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the One Hundred is also having a panel. That show's wait, still what? on. That show, I guess, is going to have its final season. Well, so wait, 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 what? Yeah, the Hundred. Yeah, it's still Seriously? on. Seriously? Yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy. Well, we've got some uh, good interviews for that on our yeah. YouTube channel. Yeah, also from the first season, yeah. so uh, check that out. And, uh, oh boy, and this is our final one. Uh, at Sunday, at 2 p.m., a conversation with Nathan Fillion. Aw, Nathan Fillion. Aw. Expected to feature appearances by Joss Whedon, Alan Tudyk, Gina Torres, Micaiah Cox, Molly Quinn, Seamus Denver, Dever, and John Hurtas. So there you go. Uh, I think this is great. You I know, too. good for Comic-Con for doing this. And uh, I think everyone should take advantage because for a lot of us, this might be the only Comic-Con that we get to do. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, the other thing is that through the website, you can also visit, like, I think the Artist's Alley and the and the booths and stuff. Yeah. And so, you know, if, you, if you're able to support some of that stuff, especially if you're able to support some of the independent artists that... that um, that that you usually have these events to sell their work at and don't right now. Uh, it's a great thing to do, and there is some incredible art that you'll find there. So it uh, really is. Yeah, take part in in Comic Con at home if you can, and uh, you know check out some of these panels. There's plenty of other panels that we didn't mention. These are just the ones that Dave was like, "Oh, this is interesting." Yeah, exactly. I mean, there are so many more panels. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of really um, progressive ones too that are talking about like a lot of topics of right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't tend to get too into that stuff in this show, but uh, you should definitely go and check out all the panels, uh, check out information on all the panels because there's a lot of really good stuff. Uh, you know, we got a few minutes left. I mean, this show can be as long as we want now, but we got a few minutes left. So uh, do you want to talk about any Comic-Con memories? you want to get a little nostalgic for Comic-Con or is that just going to hurt know, too much? One of the things for Comic-Con for me is, is just the, the friends that we've made there. Yeah. You know, it's people that, that we only really get to see once a year. You know, obviously we still like communicate throughout the year but we really only get the chance to to see them at comic-con and we've made so many good friends and you know i've spent so many birthdays at comic-con yeah like, it almost always is on your it wouldn't yeah. have been this year, no, not but, this year but, but almost every single time yeah. I, I have to say i'm gonna be one of the things i'm gonna miss um is uh the dragon ball world tour yeah they started doing that i think two years ago and it's always like behind the convention center uh, you don't need a pass to go in, and it's always just like a cool thing, you know. It's not that it's like, it's not that like it's... We, we broke a world record last year. Yeah, I was a part of that. You we, were. we did the largest Kamehameha. It was amazing. It was so good. Um, I just always think that's really cool. You know, they they look sometimes they'll have like big backdrops and and photo ops to make it look like like you're eating a bunch of food at a banquet like Goku, mm-hmm. or you're at the World Martial Arts Tournament. They always have a lot of figures. They have places where they show off some of the new Dragon Ball Z video games, some of the card games. So I, I I'm gonna miss not seeing that. I always enjoy that. I also always enjoy the uh, giant Adult Swim. Usually does like a yes. big adult carnival, which is really fun. Uh, so I'm gonna miss that. Um, obviously, you know, luckily we'll be able to do the virtual panels, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, the cosplay and just the hall. I mean, the hall is really cool. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, also all those, all those moments of you going to the Sideshow Collectibles booth and being like, Anna, buy me that. I'm Anna, gonna, buy oh me that. God, I'm going to, uh, not being able to be, to see all the Sideshow Collectibles, especially in the person. big ones yeah. in person. Oh my God. It's going to be tough. And, um, 
I gotta be honest, over the years, you know, Comic-Con has expanded so far beyond the conventional. Yeah. Like, there's been so many, like, uh, you know, was it last year that we did that um, amazing, why is it, why is it, uh, why is it, what, for the Claymation Studio? Oh, yeah, Leica. Leica. That amazing Leica tour we did was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Yeah, or, or, oh my God, when we did the Assassin's Creed thing. Like, yes. Oh. The Assassin's Creed thing was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the Assassin's Creed. Um, Whereas there was, there was the Leap of Faith. I still can't believe I did that. I am afraid of heights, and that was crazy. Yeah. That was crazy, but it was so fun. Good. It was so good. I remember, like, jamming up my thumb, too, and I'm like, oh, my God, good thing I did not have to work this week. Yeah. But that was amazing. It was uh, so good. I think, you know, obviously one of our top memories was uh, the parties. The parties are yes. always amazing, you know. Meeting Henry Cavill, Superman, while on a pirate ship at a party for Assassin's Creed. On your birthday? On my birthday. I mean, that was, like, insane. Yeah. That was so great. It was so crazy. Um, you know, uh, yeah, that, that was definitely probably the biggest highlight. They shot the cannons. Oh, my God. That, that was freaking amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know, IMDb boat. Yeah. Every year is amazing. Oh, my God. So, I know, I'm making you sad right now, but... Uh, you know, Comic-Con is amazing yeah. and, uh, it's really one of, one of the great, great things I think that, uh, pop culture has every year, you know, it's the Mecca of pop culture and, uh, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that we're in a situation where we can't be there, but, but it's still cool that they're doing it it's virtually. Really, it's really cool. Yeah. It's, it's just like, it's a nice way to keep the fandom alive. And, you know, I, I hope that like. Tons of people actually do get all dressed up in their costumes and like hashtag Comic Con Comic Con at home or yeah, something. Yeah, you know? like, totally. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's nice. I like that. Yeah, that's good thinking. Cause uh, it's uh, you know, we, we all <laughs> we all deserve a little happiness right now. Yeah, uh, that's for sure. Uh, all right, cool. Well, I think I think that's pretty good. So yeah. guys, uh, you should. Go to uh, the Comic-Con website. You should go to the Comic-Con YouTube channel, and you should check out some of these virtual panels. And if you want to see some of our memories from past Comic-Cons, you can go to our YouTube channel. Just look for Geek World Radio on YouTube, and you'll find us. Also, if you want to go to our website, geekworldradio.com, just go in the photo section, and uh, we have photo albums from many of the Comic-Cons, but the easiest ones to find at the moment are Comic-Con 2019 and 2018. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, um, But we have many years of comic-con photos and you can find them all uh on the website indeed cool all right guys well uh this was fun yeah